But that's a lot of times what happens in our relationships is when we don't manage our stress, then it brings out the worst in us and it causes us to alienate those closest to us and the people who are really designed to help us maybe work through some of that are the people that we are called to love the most and it pushes them away more. and welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. This is a podcast where we talk about marriage matters because marriage marriage matters, matters, right? So if you're watching for the very first time, my name is Glenn Coleman and I'm always, and I'm joined as always, I'm also always joined by Tanya Coleman. Yeah, this is my beautiful wife, Tanya Coleman. Hello. Uh, And uh, how you doing today, Miss Tanya Coleman? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty Pretty good. good. A little tired today, but I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's been a... It's been been a pretty crazy week. It's like it was one of those weeks where it's like... You looked up and it was Thursday. It was like, whoa, what happened? You know, so... Anyway... Well, this is the end of the week, so get your little rest Hallelujah. and relaxation. Yes. So um, today we're going to start off with, uh, we've been saying we're going to do this, so we're going to do it today. So uh, as you guys know, um, we are not just a video or a vlog cast. Mm-hmm. We also are just a, a podcast, yes. right? Um, and you can find the Marriage Matters podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Anchor. On a lot of different digital outlets, those are the kind of the major ones. But um, we always encourage you guys to leave us reviews. So today we want to highlight one of our reviews on Apple Podcasts, yes. and this comes from our good friend. So I guess I don't know. Well, he could have. He, he's being honest. He's an honest guy. He's, one of he's our an friends, guy, yeah. uh, Darius Charles. Shout out to Darius and Monique Charles. Um, they've been on the podcast before. So maybe we, we may have them back here pretty soon. Um, and speaking of couples, if there's some couples that you guys would like to see us have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? We're sure. always looking for other couples to bring on mm-hmm. just to share their story and advice or what have you. So if you know anyone that you think would be a good fit for Marriage Matters podcast, let us know. And yeah. we'd love to have them on the show. Okay? Or maybe you and your spouse are a good there fit. You go. Reach there out. There you go. Never know. So anyway... Our good friend Darius Charles, he writes, he gave us five stars. Thank, Thank you for the you, five Darius. stars. He says, I love every single episode that Glenn and Tanya release. These two expound every marital topic uh, with some much class yet extreme, extremely relatable. Mm. Uh, with so much class yet extremely, extremely relatable. Keep it up, guys. Uh, we had this couple speak at our marriage conference and they have been the top couple every year since. Wow. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Darius. Thank you so much, Darius. And uh, yeah, we all, they, they've been planning to do that conference again, but mm-hmm. it's called the Stretch Conference. Uh, I'm not sure when they're going to be doing it again, but it was very fun presenting at that conference. Absolutely. So. Had a blast. So that's our review of the week. That's so if you fun. would like to be highlighted as a review of the week, um, let us, you know, go to leave Apple a review. and leave a review and yeah. we'll read it. Okay. So um, the next thing we want to do, we, every week we've been trying to have a little fun. Yeah. And using one of the tools that we love to use in our marriage with other couple couple couples couples in our not in our marriage with other couples we use it in our in marriage, our marriage and share and it share with, it with other, other couples thank, thank you. you thank you yes <laughs> yeah it's the anatomy of marriage app 
Yes. And in that app, there are some questions. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you want to have a conversation, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's easier just to sit there and just be. Right. Which there's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. But if you want to start a conversation, uh, the Anatomy of Marriage has this uh, thing called Conversation Starters. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing one of those every week. Shout out to the Anatomy of Marriage yes. with uh, Seth mm-hmm. and Melinda. Melinda? No, Melanie. It's Melanie. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to look. I'm sorry, Melanie. But it's the Studleys. I'll just say that. Yeah. So the Studleys. So shout out to the Studleys. Uh, they have a, uh, also have a podcast called The Anatomy of Marriage. Mm-hmm. So we encourage you to check that out as yeah. well. So let's get into the question for today. All right. This week's question um, is from the Just for Fun. Okay. Are you afraid of any places in the world? Am I afraid of any places in the world? Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest right now. hmm. Um, it's like going to any places or it just says it just says any places in the world yeah Haiti right now yeah it's rough Uh, I wouldn't you know I'm not saying I wouldn't go but I would definitely have to be led of the Lord yeah to go (laughs) as a matter of fact right now there's a 17 people being held hostage. One of them is um, mm-hmm. uh, actually some missionaries. And, yeah. you know, we used to do missionary work yeah. with, our, uh, with um, Pastor Norman and Dr. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we've been down that road and we know, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, you know, maybe I'll share some of those stories, but Pastor Norman and Dr. Debbie had me in some pretty sketchy places before. <laughs> I'll share that with you. Shout out to Norman and Debbie Thomas. Uh, yeah. that had me in some sketchy places before. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, we want to keep that those people, those 17 hostages and that, that family lifted up. Anyway, yeah, so I guess maybe for me, Haiti right Haiti, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now would be a place that I would be. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a different yeah. question. So, uh, oh, did you have a nickname growing up? And, oh, wh- and was it, what was it? And why did people call you that? <laughs> so, um, if any of my family ever watches this and I don't tell the truth, then they're going to put me on blast on Facebook. So my nickname growing up was Scooter. Scooter. Yes. Um, And my aunt started calling me Scooter because as a baby, you know, most babies start off by crawling. I didn't start crawling. I actually started scooting backwards. And so they called me Scooter. Um, some of them until I was in my twenties called me Scooter. Does anyone still call you Scooter when you go home? No, I have not had anyone call me Scooter. I think um, I may have heard Aunt Dolly call you Scooter maybe once or twice. She never really called me that. Or maybe just jokingly. She maybe did. she did jokingly. Maybe my cousin Mary, she may have called me that. Maybe you heard her call me that. Okay. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, scooter. That was oh, it. That's cool. Because cool. <laughs> I and you know what, baby scooted too when she was a baby. Yeah, she that? sure did. She started off scooting, so she we sure didn't call did. her scooter though. We didn't mm-hmm. do that to her. No. <laughs> cool yeah. deal. Cool deal. Well, I I have a nickname just to share. You know, I, my nickname still I still get called my my nickname was Pop. He is mm-hmm. Pop, mm-hmm. and so I get I still get called that today. You know, and when I go home, or it was just when people see me mm-hmm. who knew me growing up. So, uh, growing up. So, anyway. Pop was endearing. Scooter is not. Scooter can be endearing. Well, I, I'm going to start calling you Scooter. No, please don't. Okay. 
Uh, I don't look like a scooter. No. Okay. I tell you what, before we before we keep going, you know, people always talk about like nicknames or I don't know why we call them pet names, you know, for mm-hmm. their spouse. Mm-hmm. And we we really don't have that. I, I mean, we call each other Bay. Call each other Bay, honey. I'll call you husband. Yeah, you do call me husband. And here's another one. Whenever I've heard people say, you know, your spouse, if your spouse's name in your phone, is there a government name that there's something wrong with that? Like you should be like Bay or I don't know. I've heard people say that because I have you as Tanya Coleman in my phone. I have you as Lynn Coleman. Yeah, so I mean I don't see that. I know you are my husband. I don't need all that. Yeah. So anyway. All right. I don't know. That's strange. I don't know. Let's get into today's Maybe we'll check with the Gottmans on that and see what Dr. Gottman has to say about that. Uh, so let's get into today's session. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about stress management. Ooh, child. Stress management, yeah. And uh, you know, I think that with everything that's going on in the world, I think uh especially, you know, that's one of the things I think came out of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, stress can be a very it could be a, a, a odd thing in that a lot of times you don't really feel it until you put in certain situations. And I think that through the pandemic and now maybe not so much so, but I know for sure in 2020, because, you know, you had two people, you know, oh, now so much so. OK, well, still, still Very much so. so. When, when you are before, you know, when we were both working outside of the house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would go and I would work and I had like a 30 minute drive home. Uh, you know, you were working outside of the house, mm-hmm. maybe about a 30 minute drive home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like we had that time to we were away from each other mm-hmm. and we were not always together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when we would come back together, we had like this buffer time to just kind of listen to a podcast or listen to music or just be in the car silent to try to get some of that out, you know, just release some of that, release that stress. So that when we got home, it wasn't maybe as bad or it was more manageable. Mm -hmm. But when you're with somebody, you know, just constantly, 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 eventually that's going to come to the surface. So Mm -hmm. I think that we've seen a lot more of that and and a lot more has came to the surface as a result of these last two or a year and a half, two years, 18 months, 18 months or whatever, 20 months, you know, (laughs) especially for us here in Southwest Louisiana, you know, the pandemic. Um, and we had two hurricanes. We and had a flood, a freeze, and a freeze, or mm-hmm. uh, whatever order mm-hmm. that came in. And then, on top of you know people trying to get homes repaired, maybe you've got relatives living with you that normally wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, a new dog it was very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm saying is, if if you don't know how to manage that or if you've not taught how to manage stress and how to deal with your stress and if you keep just pushing the stress down and 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 not dealing with it properly that can be very harmful mm-hmm. not only to you but harmful to your relationship absolutely absolutely and you know i know that everything that happened in 2020 you know there were so many things happening in 2020 um it was just a manifestation um, almost like a pulling back of the curtain on a lot of issues that I feel like we have been avoiding addressing, you know. And so a lot of that 
came, it kind of bubbled to the top. You know, mm-hmm. you heard a lot in homes uh, with people getting divorced because of the reasons that you just described. But I feel like for 2021, it's almost like a continuation of the same year. Um, and a lot of people are now experiencing different kinds of stressors because the world has opened up again. Um, and you've been shut away for so long and now you're trying to maneuver back into what you did before Mm -hmm. and that's causing stress. So it's just, it's so many things that, um, add to what you're describing, you know? And I feel like in relationships and marriages, we, we have to do, there's several things that we need to do. One is have conversations, talk about it, be honest, be open about it. Um, Look for people that can help you outside of your marriage. Go to uh, marriage counseling, even if things seem to be cool and, you know, we just usually handle it. No, go talk to someone Mm -hmm. um, about those feelings and those agitations, those frustrations that you probably never some of you never even experienced before with your with your spouse. Now, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. It's just like everything they do, if they wipe the forehead, you just like, oh, my God, can you stop wiping your forehead? You know, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like you. We have to pay attention and not and uh, no longer just kind of push things under under the rug and cover them yeah. up or choose not to deal with them. Um, we've been through enough of community, what we call um, community trauma that we have got to learn some lessons from these experiences. And mm-hmm. so those lessons come with doing some extra things and some extra work that we've never done before to allow us to heal from these last 18, almost two, almost two years really of what we've experienced and the things that have come up because of what we've experienced, the things that were kind of pushed to the surface because of what we experienced. Yeah. yeah. So I know for me, um, and, and I'm I'm glad that I now and I don't know it's it's funny you know before this mm-hmm. I'm not sure how often I would do this but I know like because I've done a lot of work on being aware mm-hmm. um, and and being uh, present you know and learning to slow down and really process mm-hmm. what I'm feeling mm-hmm. um, I've become aware of some of Oh, I start to notice things that I do when I am over, when I'm stressed mm-hmm. or when I'm not properly managing my, managing oh, yeah. my stress. Mm-hmm. And so I know for me, one of the things, and, you know, we're talking about how stress affects relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, whenever I get stressed, I know that I tend to pull away. Mm-hmm. And I'm typically a very affectionate person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my, my top two love languages is um is is touch physical touch, physical touch. Mm-hmm. and i but i know that when i am stressed mm-hmm. I, I tend not to do that i'm very withdrawn mm-hmm. i really uh, uh, you know i alienate myself mm-hmm. i'm all and again it's like I'm already very to myself and introverted but when i get stressed mm-hmm. it's like i it goes to another level. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And that that's difficult, you know, for me, because I like to engage and I like to talk. Even when I am stressed, I want to talk about why mm-hmm. I'm stressed, you yeah. know, um, 
I want to talk about why I'm frustrated, why my feelings are hurt. I want to talk about all those things. And then so when you uh, typically will alienate, that makes that causes more stress Mm -hmm. for me, you -hmm. know, Um, and I've learned to kind of try to bring it to your attention, you know, but you don't always respond immediately to me trying to to pull you in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes a little longer. So how are some of the ways you try to pull me in so I can be aware of those ways? Well, I'll I'll ask, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on? Are you okay? You know, do you need to talk? You know, is there anything that I can do to help? Um, just showing you uh, more affection, you know, hugs and kisses and things like that. And I know when you don't respond how you usually respond, then there you have a lot of things that you're processing in your mind. Mm-hmm. I know when you walk past me and you don't touch me, you got some things going on <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that because that that's just, that's who you are, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, you know, and I, I, I get, you know, just people, and this one not so much for me, but I know that I've heard people say, and I, you know, you know, that they get a very distracted, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know, things will be going on uh, in the house, whether we're with your kids mm-hmm. or whether your spouse and you're like, well, how did I miss that? Well, that's one thing what, that happens when you're stressed um, and you're not managing that stress pop- properly. Mm-hmm. Um, you tend to it's almost like you you just you get these blinders on mm-hmm. and you really sometimes you get really focused on the stressor. Right. And you miss out on everything else that's going around and you overlook everything else that's that's going on Mm -hmm. around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing I think that is like stress is almost a magnifier, Mm -hmm. but it's like it's an it magnifies in the negative. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of times stress will bring out um, the worst traits, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why it's so important that we learn how to manage stress, because a lot of times it, it brings out. The worst in us, mm-hmm. um, you know. We were we just finished watching this series um, called uh, Made. Made. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good. Yeah, very, very triggering. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, very triggering uh, series. series. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things the the I don't even know if they were married, but the I don't think they were married. I think they just the, lived together. Okay, so the couple. boyfriend, yeah. Um, when he got stressed really, really stressed, mm-hmm. it would cause him to drink. He overdrank, yeah. And and then whenever he would drink, he would become very emotionally abusive. Ab- abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it. You want me to do it? Yeah. He would become very emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it was just this this ripple effect. And so, you know, if, if you... Um, get angry. Uh, if you have, an, if you deal with uh, a lot of, if you deal a lot with anger or anger issues or whatever, a lot of times when you get stressed, that is magnified. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, multiple times o- over. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, just like in that episode, this is really such so, such a good episode. Um, I think that's a good episode for just people to watch because it, it just brought a lot of stuff to the surface for me. Anyway, in May. Yeah. Okay. Which um, one? But I was just saying, whenever he would get stressed and he would drink and he would get emotionally abusive and all these things, it caused the the girlfriend to really, really withdraw mm-hmm. and to to just really take herself out so much so to there's that one scene, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, there's this one scene where she's like laying on the couch, mm-hmm. but like it showed her in this scene where she was like 
in this. She almost she, like she was disappeared into, into the a sofa. into the sofa and right. like, was like in like she the, went into this dark hole. Yeah, yeah, hole in the bottom of a tree or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was just like so removed and like it's like and it it was so great because you could she was down in this hole, but you could hear like in the distance him talking. Mm-hmm. And it was like she was just so withdrawn. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of times what happens in our relationships is when we don't manage our stress, then it brings out the worst in us mm-hmm. and it causes us to alienate those closest to us. Mm-hmm. And the people who are really designed to help us maybe work through some of that are the people that we are called to love the most mm-hmm. and it pushes them away more. Right. Yeah. I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to let you talk. No, why do you do that? <laughs> because I do. I want to, I don't want to monopolize. No, that, I mean that you were making a point. So yeah, yeah I think that that is a um, very, and the deal is, is that she, had some suppressed uh, memories about her childhood and all of those things kind of come out. And that's a lot of what we talk about here on marriage matters is, is healing old wounds because for me watching that, um, watching that show, watching that series, it just rings very true to, she was attracted to this person who was very much, you know, like her Her father. father. Yeah, you're right. You know, and she found herself living in a situation that she had lived in as, as a child that she hated and, and couldn't figure out how to get out of that situation. Yeah. But that goes back to the um, healing old wounds, which yeah. we talk about, which are a lot of times the reasons why we behave or respond when we are stressed the way that we do because mm-hmm. of, our history and things that we have not healed. And so like for you, the talking piece, it's just like, instead of talking about um, the things that were bothering, you know, you or, you know, stresses in the home or just talking about real things that needed to be talked about, that kind of didn't happen. And so habitually you tend to not talk about those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the moment. You do later. Yeah. And and, and it goes back to this, too. You know, I was t- talking to another guy a couple of days ago, and I was just talking to him about how we, we, we don't, we're not taught how to deal with those things. Right. I mean, right. We don't, we don't see, it's either we don't talk about it or we saw the person, we saw people deal with it like this guy in a very negative in a way ne- negative way right right but we've never really would talk and that's why you know what you were saying earlier it's so important to have some look you got to have somebody mm-hmm. to talk to mm-hmm. you know there's so many things you could do you know you could reach out you know reach out hey look we would love to you know we we just started, you know, speaking, uh, I'll come back to that, but, you know, we just started, uh, opened the, the kitchen table counseling and coaching here in Lake Charles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that's a, a, an avenue for you to come right. to just talk to somebody about what you're dealing right. with. Right. Um, and, but there's so many other avenues, you know, you got online place, you got online stuff like better help. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, talk space. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that you can do to find someone. There's so many hotlines. And so, you know, reach out to someone um, because the tendency is, you know, we want to wait until it's, it's, you know, it's like uh, when you've gotten the DUI, Mm -hmm. then you want to get help or, you know, when you and your wife, when your wife finally gets sick and tired of it and she leaves, mm-hmm. then you want to get help. Right. And I'm not saying it's too late at that point, but I'm saying 
You should have been doing that. Work yeah, it's like for them. Yeah. Notice, no, no. Be aware, and that's again. That's one thing I had to learn was to be aware of. Hey, okay, something's not right. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling right. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not feeling the way I'm normally feeling. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not feeling like myself. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like the other side of this is when we're so a lot of times like we're so each person in the relationship is so stressed and trying to deal with their own mm-hmm. we can't recognize when the other person right right so we can't be that we can't help and then it's like the the parents are stressed and we're trying to deal with our own thing and so now the kids you look at the kids and the mm-hmm. the kids are are kind of going through the same thing and mm-hmm. and they're struggling and so it's like everybody's struggling so um it, it's like you know mental health is is a real thing and I think it's it's becoming more of a of a um, of a uh, topic now, mm-hmm. and it's not as as so much of a of, of a, a stigma, stigma like type say, thing, yeah. right? And I mean, um, you know, they, I was listening to an interview with uh, Simone Biles, Biles mm-hmm. the other day, and you know, with the whole thing that happened with her in the Olympics, and it's like, and people may look at that and say, "Oh man, you know, she's weak or whatever, whatever," but you don't. People don't realize that the pressure. Mm-hmm. That she was under, and then what people, other thing people forget about is the whole um, sexual abuse thing that her and so many other those gymnasts mm-hmm. were going through, and that trial was going on, and so it was just so much. And it's like, you know, your body can only take mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. um, and your mind can only take so much of that. So kudos to her for, for recognizing that yeah. and saying, you know what, guys. You know, I, I need to just step away and take a break. Mm-hmm. And even that, we're taught that that's that's so it's it's wrong. Right. Right. To, we, to we walk live up, to step in, away and just take a break from it all. Right. We live in a very much, you know, the culture may say grind, you know, yeah. that you know, we live in a grind, grind, grind. You know, um other people may say, you know, you gotta step out in faith and believe and just go and just do, 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 do. Well, sometimes you need to rest and you need to take care of yourself. And that mm-hmm. that's a great example. Simone's story is a great example of what you know I was referring to. She here's a young woman that has some trauma history, even before the sexual abuse. You know, her the way she grew up, her mom was an addict, she was adopted by relatives, and all of these different things. And so she had some trauma in her childhood. She has these experience, this traumatic experience while being an Olympic gymnast. And that begins to, they begin to deal with that and, you know, go through all that. Then 2020 happens. Everyone's shut down. We're secluded, isolated, you know, all of those things. For some of us, it was wonderful. For other people, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it really wasn't. Um but now we try to get back to a new normal and begin to do things like we used to do. And one, our bodies and our minds have to adjust to coming out in the world, being open again. And all of the things for a full year, a little bit over a year that began to come up for you in that in that seclusion, in that isolation all of those things have now begun to come to the surface and you're trying to enter into a new normal and your body, your mind is like, hold on, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for that's kind of what happened with Simone, that it was just like, OK, it's time to get back to what we're used to doing. This is what I'm great at doing. And her body and her mind were like, wait. Mm-hmm. And she's only one story. Yeah. 
And there are uh, plenty, plenty of people, normal people like the rest of us who have, who are having those similar experiences. And so when you're trying to be in a marriage with another person in a relationship, you know, run your family, get, you know, get your kids back on track. We're all experiencing those stresses. You have kids who've been, been at home, they've been isolated and now we're sending them back to school and, there, some of these kids are already struggling with social anxiety mm -hmm. and now they've been isolated all this time. And now it's just like, okay, go back to school, get mm -hmm. back to normal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't realize that sometimes you don't, you can't just jump back in into, you know, 11 feet of water. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to sit on the side of the pool and splash your feet. Yeah. You can't just jump example. into stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to yeah. ease your way back into yeah. it. So it's, it's like, so it's, Stress, you know, and I'll say this: it, it's you, you, you're going to come. In, it's going to, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's just the nature of living. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's about how you manage it because, like I said earlier, it not only will it affect your body, it also negatively affects mm -hmm. your marriage. So we just want to give you a couple of things that maybe you can do mm -hmm. um, before we end this this podcast on uh, how to deal with your own stress on so your own stress. So mm -hmm. first thing is understand your stress. Yeah. So um, identify what's making you stress mm -hmm. uh, can help you figure out the best ways to deal with it. So sometimes just making just identifying right. the thing that's that's stressing you out. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you feel it and you really don't know where it's coming from. Right. So just, again, being aware mm -hmm. and paying attention to, you know, what stress. Sometimes it's a person. Mm. <laughs> it's like when I get around that one person, mm -hmm. you know, who, where's the stress coming from? So and it's like a lot of times, you again, we, we look at the results of it, like you had said earlier, mm -hmm. you know, when we're stressed, how everything is just, it's like, don't chew. Why are you, why are you chewing so loud? It's like, well, right. I'm chewing the way I normally chew. Right. It's right. just, you know, but so it's, it's not that you got to figure out what's the thing that's causing you uh, to be stressed. You had something. I was going to share it whenever I okay. something actually a post that I shared the other day. Okay. Yeah. You want to share it now? You want to, whenever you get to, where I can towards a good Okay. So I'll just go through these real quick and then you can share it. Mm -hmm. So increase your positive emotions. So um, having more joy, uh, gratitude, amusement, contentment, and love in your life will combat the negative effects of stress. So um, just just having, you know, it, uh, increase your positive emo emotions. So identifying those things that bring joy, that bring, uh, or just being, you know, how many times do are we just grateful? Mm. Gratefulness, gratitude. Yes. You know, yes. And, and you may think, well, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Well, you, I mean, okay. You're it, breathing. I'm thankful for my spouse. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful mm -hmm. for my car. I'm thankful for the clothes that I have. I want to thank you. I'm thankful for, I mean, just little things, you know, my mm -hmm. sofa. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for my toothbrush. I'm thankful for, because the truth of the matter is there's people who don't even have those Amen. things. Yes. So just, you know, Maybe I, I would encourage you. We did this exercise. Was it in? I think it was. I got my growth challenge shirt, shirt on today. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the growth challenge exercises. We had to do like 50 things we were grateful for. Mm -hmm. And you think about that. And you're like, wow, 50 That's things. <laughs> but again, when you just start every, you know, when you when you start listing those things, you realize how grateful you can be in your life. Right. Right. And, and there's, gratitude there's, changes there's, Right. Everything. So. 
So just increasing your positive emotions, mm-hmm. uh, find calming activities. What is what are some things that does that that you can do to just kind of bring you some zen? Mm-hmm. You know, what are those things? Calming emotions, mm-hmm. going for a walk, um, going out into nature, finding a quiet place, maybe uh, mm-hmm. in nature, mm-hmm. um, going out to the lake, um, uh, sitting on your sofa, uh, what, whatever it is. What, what brings those calm things? Um, what are those calming activities for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth one is taking care of yourself. You mm-hmm. mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know like you, every Thursday you, you say, this is my bubble bath night. Mm-hmm. So run the, run the bubble bath, take care of yourself, turn on the and, candles. And you've got music. to do this, especially, you know, I, and I'm a, I always get on moms because you always think it's like, I got to do, I got to do, I got to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like the whole, I always uh, talk about the, um, on the airplane, they said, you have to put your oxygen mask on first, Mm -hmm. because if you run out of oxygen, if you run out of steam, that's going to be way more harmful. So Mm -hmm. you've got to take care of yourself. Um, So same thing with, with, with the dads. I know, you know, it's like, you got to make ends meet or whatever. You got to go out and be the breadwinner. You got to go out and slay the dragon. You got to do that, but you also have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, doing things that that like things I mentioned earlier, producing positive emotions and calming activities. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other thing is to uh, reappraise and reframe your stressor. Mm-hmm. So stressful experiences aren't necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's bad is when you don't feel like you have the resources to deal with them. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that earlier, getting help. A lot of companies now have the... Um, uh, what is it called? The EAP. EAP. Yes. EAP programs. And, and a lot of times you, what, you six may have eight yeah, six day sessions for, for free. free. Mm-hmm. So you can go and talk to a counselor just to, for mm-hmm. free. And and sometimes I'm telling you guys, and I, and I tell some of my life coaching clients this, and I'm pretty sure you tell some of your counseling co- uh, um, clients this, just going in and talking Mm -hmm. just and sometimes it's not one particular thing just talking just Mm -hmm. talking just getting it all out Mm -hmm. you'll be surprised how much Mm -hmm. relief and release that'll bring into your life absolutely i have clients they'll say that especially the first time it's like okay so what am i supposed to say how does this work yeah like what do you want to say what do you want to talk about what do you want to talk about and they just start to go and at the end it's just like oh my god i feel so much better yeah yeah, because I haven't had a, a safe space where someone's going to listen to me and not judge me to just or say it. I've never made the time to say it. Right. Because right. I'm, I'm, I'm so busy going and going and right. doing and doing and doing. And even like in a relationship it's like I'm trying to make sure that she's OK and I'm not making. So you never get a time to really just mm-hmm. express your true feelings. Mm-hmm. And I found that talking to, to someone, a life coach or a counselor helps you to learn how to express those things in a way that the other person can maybe receive them instead of screaming them at the other person. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So why don't you go ahead and share what you were going to share? Um, I actually like what you have up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So you have how to deal with your partner's stress. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah. So that those five, those five I just Mm -hmm. shared were dealing with how you deal with your stress Mm -hmm. But then how do, how do you deal with when, mm-hmm. what do you do when your partner is stressed? So you want to read those? Sure. Wanna, so okay. um, talk to your partner, learn about how they react when stressed and ask them what you can do to support them effectively during a stressful time. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, um, being able to recognize when they're stressed, 
um, asking them, hey, how are you feeling? You know, I noticed you have a lot going on. You seem like you have a lot going on. How can I help? Is there yeah. anything that I can do? And, and I'll say this also to add to this on this part, um, asking the partner can be a stressful thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to if, if you don't want to just pester them about it. What's wrong? If you just tell me what's wrong, just please tell me what's wrong. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? But please that's typically me. when you think it's about you. OK, well, well <laughs> that may be true. But my point is, that's not going to make it better. No, it's not going to make it better. Rather, it's about you or not. That's not going to make it better. But I'm saying that's how people act when they're afraid that they've done or said right, something. Right, right. You know and sometimes I mean? it, it may not be about you. Exactly, you know? exactly. Um, so what is something that, you know, because uh, I know I'm like this. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could give them some insight. So when you're noticing that I'm doing my stressful dance mm-hmm. and you know for me, if you keep asking me, that's going to tick me off. Mm-hmm. What do you do to give me or help me to support me in that time? Mm -hmm. I'll just say something like, hey, you know, just when you're ready to talk, I'm I'm ready to listen or I'm here and I give you your space. Okay, you know, now the time frame in which it takes you to come to talk has changed over the years. Mm -hmm. Right. One, I used to not ask you that question. I used to avoid it because I thought it was about me, right? Mm-hmm. And then we grew to know we we do talk about things and we need to address these things. And so I ask you, and sometimes the nothing, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm okay, may go on for a couple of weeks, whereas now it may be just a few days, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it just really depends on the on both individuals and where you are in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I typically find that when I just let you know that I'm aware and that I care and that I'm here, that that helps you. And eventually you'll say, Hey, you know, so this is what's been going on. And I'm sorry that I've been, you know, withdrawn or what have you. And, you know, we'll just mm-hmm. kind of talk through it. Yeah. I- I'll add something to that also. The giving of space, that's good, mm-hmm. but it's not a, well, if you're going to ignore me, I'm going to ignore you. Right. Oh, no, it's not that at it's all. It's not that, but I'm just saying I want to make that aware. Right. It's 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 a supportive, right. I'm here when you need me type Exactly. Of yeah. Exactly. So I just yeah. wanted to throw that in there. Is that helpful for you when I do that? Yeah. I think that's the bigger question. Yeah. And I think that, you know, reaffirming it, so... If you know that I'm my my love language is physical touch mm-hmm. and I'm not engaging in that, then mm-hmm. that's when Tanya needs well for me mm-hmm. needs to touch <laughs> mm-hmm. because that kind of helps pull me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just one thing I know mm-hmm. I could say it's that that helps. So, yeah. 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 Um, support each other, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out what that's a what your spouse needs for support. What does support look like for them in that situation? It Mm -hmm. may not always be the same, you Mm -hmm. know? So how do you find that out? You ask, you have to have Mm -hmm. conversations. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I don't know if he was about to say this. No, go ahead. Okay. But we're going through actually another class, um, uh, with, um, Merit Penure. Yeah. O.L. and Sway. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, they, uh, shout out to Merit Penure. Uh, you can find them on on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think it's what is it? Mary. It's Mary. Life, life. I think. Yeah. Maripreneur life. But talking about stressing, stressful. It's starting a business with your spouse. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Tanya and I, we both have done our own things, but this, I think, is the first time when we really like real, real, for real, for real, doing mm-hmm. a business together. And whew, that could be stressful <laughs> because you both, you know, I have the way I would do it. You have she your has way, it, I have my way. And it's way. like trying to make that. So this class, the Marriedpreneur, they help couples mm-hmm. through this process right. has been very helpful. Again, we're going to someone else and who've done this before to say, hey, we're starting a business together and we need help to help us learn how to do this, how to bring these visions together. And mm-hmm. um, but one of the questions that they that they give we have to do uh, every day is uh, how can I support you today? Right. Right. What can what I do to support, support you? Look like today? Yeah. And that can range from anything like, hey, can you can you respond to this email? Um, can you run and check the mailbox to I just need you to pray for me today. Mm-hmm. I got this going on today and whatever, whatever. So it can look like a variety of different yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I need you to encourage me today or yes. whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, number three, make time for positive moments and mm-hmm. creating those positive moments is really important. Even in when life is stressful and it's hard and it's difficult, you're going through a difficult season you should still make time for positive moments, you know, yeah. to spend time together doing nothing or doing something, you yeah. know, um, laughing, holding one another's hands, getting outside, you know, in, in the sun together, having some family time, do something that creates positive moments. Yeah. Those are so important. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the number, but I remember I was, I was, man, I, I was in this uh, seminar and it was, it was a leadership seminar, but they were saying, it takes, I think it's like seven to one, or maybe it was five to one. Mm-hmm. But it's like it takes it don't it, it takes uh like five to seven, I'll just say it like that, positive mm-hmm. remarks or positive interactions to erase one, one negative. negative. That's right. It's absolutely right. And so man, that was like so powerful. And I think it works in the opposite way. We tend to remember the the bad more than we remember the the good. good. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that we create as many of those positive uh, moments that we can, Mm -hmm. because the tendency is you're going to remember more of the bad than you do the good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Help your partner take care of themselves. And so if you notice that your partner is stressed and maybe they're not eating properly, maybe they're not sleeping um, bringing that, those things to their attention, you know, helping where you can, if they're not eating properly or they're not eating all day and they're just drinking coffees, just like go bring them a bottle of water, make them a smoothie and just say, Hey, I got something for you, you know, and and (laughs) make like you're talking about the the bath thing, but make sure that they like, especially when you have like small kids, Mm -hmm. Make sure that, okay, I'm going to make sure the kids are, I'm going to feed tonight. I'm going to feed the kids tonight. I'm going to put them to bed, whatever, whatever. So you have that time for yourself for yourself or, you know, let them go. You know, one of the things that, you know, you guys, you do, you have your girl group. So you guys will go and do a girl's night out. Well, you know. I'm, and I'm, it's really kind of hard now because we have older kids, but my point is, Sometimes you have to help your partner make that time for them. Mm-hmm. So you have to take some stuff off of them, right. maybe to give them that time to do that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe run the water for them. Say, I, I ran you a bath tonight mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is. Right. And that, to me, that's helping mm-hmm. your partner 
take care of themselves. Right. You know, and I'll say this. Buying them a gift certificate to yes. a spa. Yeah. Oh, glory. Yes. <laughs> did you see that response? I did. I need I one did. of those. I did. Um, for especially husband and wives and you're, you're raising, you have kids um, and kids of all ages are needy. When they get to a certain age, they're not so much hands on, mm-hmm. but they do need your presence. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of that responsibility is left on mom mm-hmm. and mom is. She's doing that. She's managing the kids, caretaking for the kids, nurturing the kids. She's also taking care of what she takes care of in the home, groceries, laundry, cooking. And then most of our moms today also work full time. Mm -hmm. And so if you are the, the husband, the father, you too can jump in and help with some of those tasks around the house, coming home and sitting down in your chair and just eating your dinner that she slaved over does not help. That's not supportive. I can't say it nicely. It's just, it doesn't help guys. And so figuring out what are you capable of? What can you do? If you don't cook, it's okay. Guess what? The, the laundry, that's a great way to show support, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure that those kids are, are fed and they get in a bath and they get in bed on time. That's a great way to support. Mm-hmm. I remember when our kids were younger, like I would start my day when they were in school, like getting up at like 5, 530 in the morning. And many times I was not going to bed till like midnight because mm-hmm. there's always something to be done, yeah. you know, and it's exhausting. And mm-hmm. so that could be very stressful. That could be why she's not being so nice to you. Yeah. Like she and, needs some help. <laughs> and, that, and it's like, you know, the, so the tendency is that when I'm out there work all day or, you know, especially if the wife's at home all day, well, mm-hmm. even being at home is not just being no, at home. No, I you guarantee know? you she's not sitting around so, eating bonbons. So, yeah. So help your partner take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So number five, let's go ahead. Okay, and I'm wrap. sorry. No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> if your current situation, shit, bloop, that. If your current situation isn't working, work together to find creative solutions. So have a brainstorming session uh, to see if you can come up with ways to fix fix the situation, to alleviate some of your stress or find ways to effectively prevent um, it from hurting your relationship. And so finding those ways, we have to do that as a team. We both have to be engaged um, with the brainstorming process and making sure that we both follow through with what we discuss in that brainstorming process. Because yeah, we're in it together. Mm-hmm. We're in it together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, all right, well, hopefully you heard something today that's going to be helpful. Look, manage your stress. Don't let your stress manage stress you. manage you. Amen. So as always, we want you guys to follow us on Facebook. If you're not already, uh, Facebook, Marriage Matter 0526. Same on Instagram, Marriage Matter 0526. Like, subscribe, share, all those things uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube uh, at Marriage Matters. Mm-hmm. And again, these podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. We so there. Uh, listen, leave us a review, take us with you at work. You can listen to us, you know, while you're at work or driving in the car or exercising or whatever. Um, we just so appreciate all the support. So Absolutely. that's all we have for you today. So this is Glenn and Tanya reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye.